Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rhea and Fran, giving you that Friday energy on a Monday. Francesca, how are you doing on this lovely Sunday afternoon? You know, playoff time, football. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's it going? That good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, it is super wild card weekend. I've done nothing but watch football and eat all weekend long. I made Buffalo chicken dip on Saturday. So that goes to my, um, new year, new fitness journey is really going. I'm like, ah, oh, it's the weekend. I'll, my, you know, Monday, when Monday comes back around, I'll get back into it, but it's the weekend. Made some good snacks. Just what like actually have nonstop been watching football and, or some type of television show all weekend long. I haven't done anything else well don't worry because 2021 starts tomorrow each yes. week we yep. just each put, week we just push it back <laughs> it doesn't matter that i said it was going to start last monday <laughs> it starts this monday because this was a trial week it was you know get yourself back into the swing of things eat as much as you want watch as much tv as you want that's you really some all mistakes it's okay <laughs> we could do right now like i got this new shirt fire new shirt i love it so much it's like leather it's awesome it's like a halter top my dream shirt i can't wear it anywhere and it's killing me and i put it on today and i was like fuck you look good in that because like I've been talking about this a lot recently where like you feel bad about yourself you feel down but I feel like part of that has to do with the fact that we really can't go anywhere so it's not like we're getting dressed up and putting on our cute clothes yeah. like we once were like I'm always just throwing on a sweatshirt or a baggy t-shirt like I have on right now some baggy jeans some baggy sweatpants whatever it is just trying to be comfy and casual and cool and then I put this fucking leather shirt on and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I remember who I am now. Like I, it's like, I completely transformed when I put this shirt on and I just, I was thinking about just shutting the lights off in my apartment, putting on a disco ball <laughs> and just like bumping some music, just acting like I'm in a club and then taking pictures, Duh. not act like I went out because that would piss people off, but just to motivate myself for maybe the future future endeavors that may be coming our way if all goes as planned. Like, I, yeah. I don't know about you, but I got my sights set on summer 2021. 
And if shit I isn't so. better by then, a bitch might just snap. I don't know about you, but. I I really hope so. I'm at that level too. I was online shopping and I'm having a problem. I'm having the same problem. I'm buying stuff and I'm putting it in my closet and I'm like, why did I why did I buy that? Like I added and removed this coat from my cart like four times this weekend because it's like, it's a beautiful coat, but it's nice. Like it's an, it's a nice coat. You wear to go somewhere to be seen. That coat deserves to be seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when, when the, when am I going to wear that coat? I have no reason to buy that coat. I have no reason to wear the coat. No one's going to see the coats. So, you know what? I ended up not buying the coat because I was like, you know what? Maybe next year, <laughs> maybe next year. Francesca, buy the coat. Yeah. This is my advice to everybody listening right now. Put on your best outfit. Put on a hot ass outfit that you have been having, like you had your eyes on it and you were like, you know what? When COVID ends, this is my outfit that I'm wearing when I go out. I know we all all had those because I bought an entire summer wardrobe at the beginning of March when everything shut down because I was like, all right, by the time the summer comes, we'll be out and about. I got like this new summer wardrobe. You know where my summer wardrobe sat in my closet and now it's time to put my winter wardrobe in there, whatever. It is what it is. Put on your baddest outfit, walk around the apartment, do a few twirls and then get back in your comfy clothes and you'll feel better. You'll just feel good about yourself. So you know what, Francesca? Buy the damn coat. And just, just wear, wear it, it. <laughs> wear it, wear it to the store, wear it, whatever, wherever, just wear it, just get the coat and wear it. Okay. That's what we need to do for ourselves. I'm probably going to get it now. Do it right now. Buy it <laughs> while we're doing this podcast. <laughs> take, take out your phone and fucking click order because you deserve that. That's what you deserve. I'm a bad I'll influence. It. I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm just a bad influence in general. I've heard in my life. I don't think you're a bad influence. Thank you, Fran. That means a lot. Yeah. I, I've been told that I, number one, succumb to peer pressure easily and two, peer, peer pressure easily. Like I am always like, come on, just do it. Oh, it won't hurt. Come on. And then everyone's like, well, okay. I think it's more that you just like to do things with friends. Like You know, yes. it's more... When you're in that moment and you're in that zone, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this by myself. So let me be like, oh, Fran, come on. You know you want to. And that's it. That's that's it. That's all it takes. And it's and it's the same vice versa. Like when you're you, you succumb to it often as well, because all you got to do is just have someone be like, you know what? You should probably do that. And you're like, you know what? I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to have a good time with my friends. So yeah. I guess, you know, it goes both ways. But yep. by the coat. Otherwise, we don't really have much going on in our lives, you know. It it, it like is I what said, it is. We're just football. And who's coming in here, Henry? Long. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> We're recording. Oh, oh my god, so sweet! I didn't mean to yell at you. He bought me a new heating pad. He just dropped oh, off. That's so nice. I was just sorry. making. I know I was making a joke. Love you, boo. Thanks. <laughs> Hank, how, how you doing? You want to make your no, first appearance left. on Chicks in the Office? He just left. That's oh. so sweet. He bought me a new he- heating pad. I can tear up. That's very nice of him. Yeah. Thanks, Hank. It's big He's news. Already, my heating he? pad broke this weekend. <laughs> Whoa. Breaking news. Breaking news. Rhea's heating pad broke. I'm straight up 
obsessed with my heating pad though, not to get into a conversation about heating pads. I live and die by a heating pad, need it on my neck, need it on my back, need it on my stomach, bad cramps, whatever it may be. Need a heating pad in my life. Wait, speaking of like heating pad type things, I was on TikTok and you know how on like TikTok, they, they'll be like, oh, here's one thing you didn't know you needed on Amazon. Like that type of thing. Yes. They had like an eye massage, like this whole goggle thing. And like, it massages your eyes. I'm like, I'm ready to buy it. But like, I, <laughs> do I, feel, it. I feel dumb like buying something like that at the same Noah, time. do it. Both of you right now, Noah, you buy the eye massager. Fran, you buy that goddamn coat. And let's get on with our lives, okay? Stop stop beating around the yeah. bush. Buy what you want to buy. If you can afford it, buy what you want to buy. Darlings. No. <laughs> Thank you, Rhea. Noah, I would also like to extend um, a happy birthday to Murray. I oh wow! I was his... gonna forget. My mom was like, "You you better say it on the podcast." <laughs> oh <laughs> Happy my birthday! Well... Happy two years, Murray. <laughs> well, I remembered. Murray yeah. um, had just an absolute fantastic Instagram post for his birth. I mean, that dog! What a birthday! You got I a mean, cake. He's me in and his my hat. <laughs> siblings are like our mom. Literally doesn't care about anyone but our dog. <laughs> like, she's never done that for any of us. Like, <laughs> he got like an omelet for breakfast or something. I mean, that cake looked fantastic. Like, I yeah. wanted to eat that cake, and that was a cake made for dogs. So yeah. it really looked quite delicious. If you're not following Murray on Instagram, he's a great follow. He's a great follow. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, Murray. Murray's yeah. special, clearly more special, special than Noah. But speaking <laughs> of feeding your dogs omelets and whatnot, mm-hmm. I have had to up Norman's dishes. I've had to mm-hmm. start cooking for Norman chicken and rice so i don't even cook for myself these days and i'm i'm in the kitchen whipping up gourmet meals for norman throwing a little seasoning on there throwing a little yogurt in the mix this this puppy loves it but mainly because he's had stomach issues so this won't be a a long time thing this is only a three to five day thing where he will be getting gourmet meals from me i'm not cooking every night for my dog that'd be i feel like it's gonna be hard for him to go back though like Yes, he's so picky with his food. He loves a good gourmet meal. But when it comes to the old regular dog food, he's not having it. I got a lot of recommendations from people on Instagram, though. So I'm going to try some other foods out. It's a good idea. We'll take this offline. Also, I can give you some suggestions of what my dogs eat. Oh, thank you very (laughs) much. But I don't want it to sound like an ad, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, we're we're not doing ads for dog dog foods where we haven't reached that point. (laughs) Yeah, we have, but we have. We have right but not currently. today but not today. <laughs> not today we have more important stuff to talk about obviously we got some drama got some topics to get into so let's get into it my favorite topic of the evening mm-hmm. is olivia rodrigo released a new song driver's license and of course joshua bassett was on this show very recently and francesca and i did not realize that olivia and joshua had a a hidden romance a secret relationship <laughs> that other people knew about and fran asked if they were like <laughs> friends and he he was like yeah we're good buddies and it went viral on tiktok because everyone was like oh screw joshua calling them buddies and then this song comes out olivia releases this song driver's <laughs> license which is apparently about joshua and sabrina carpenter so we'll get into all of that we have an update on olivia wilde and jason sudeikis's relationship new reports are coming out that apparently jason is not happy that his X is fucking Harry Styles. Apparently he's not happy about it. Breaking news. Breaking news. (laughs) Thought he would be happy. Thought he would congratulate them. But no, that's not going to happen. 
We also have Peter Weber is moving to New York City. We don't really care that much, but we decided to give you an update. (laughs) The Kardashians wrapped Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They had their official last day of shooting. And Taylor Swift released two new bonus tracks that, of course, people think are about Carly Kloss. Because who else would people think these songs are about? They're always about Carly Kloss. (laughs) So let's get into it, starting off with the Olivia and Joshua Bassett drama. Rodrigo released a song this past weekend called Driver's License. The song is a very, very good. Noah, play a little bit of it. Very good. I was crying the first time I heard it. I was invested in a relationship that I didn't know existed between Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett, uh, who, like I said, was on this show. And let me make a correction. He did not call them buddies. He called her a homie. He said, she's a homie. When Fran asked about Olivia and TikTok ate that up, they were like, Joshua, fuck him, fuck boy, like calling Olivia a homie, all this nonsense. And Olivia's song quickly went viral. It's trending everywhere, number one everywhere. It's being Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, all those people. It's rising to the... She's going to be such a star. And this song really set her off. But I was on Twitter and I started seeing like, oh shit, Olivia Rodrigo shading Joshua Bassett and Sabrina Carpenter. I was like, wait a second. Wait a damn minute. Where did I miss out on this juicy drama? that I would love to know about. I am way too invested in as a 23-year-old woman caring about these Disney stars, but yes, I do care. Apparently, Olivia and Josh, Joshua, had a relationship and they broke up and he moved on with Sabrina Carpenter, who was also a Disney star, who has also been on this show. We just need Olivia on and then we'll have the trifecta, um, who was also on this show. And... They're apparently dating now. And in this song, she mentions a blonde girl who's much older than her and she has everything she's insecure about. And people really think it's about Joshua and Sabrina Carpenter. I really think it is. I would like to stay, say now for the record, anytime we do interview someone in the younger demo, I'm going to search their name on TikTok because that seems to be where all the drama is. Uh, I guess we were not looking at enough High School Musical, the musical, the series T accounts, I feel like, because maybe we would have had an idea of what was going on. But it's it seems very dramatic. There was a TikTok that went viral uh, explaining 
that their fellow co-stars were all liking Olivia's social media about her new song and her new single. And none of them liked any of Josh's posts about his upcoming EP that's coming out. And then Larry Saperstein, the guy who plays Big Red, liked that TikTok about how they all were only liking Olivia's social media. So it the there is a lot of drama going on. I apparently jo- Josh and Sabrina have been linked since June of 2020. I mean, have we been living under a goddamn rock? Apparently we have been and I am so disappointed in us because usually we're on couldn't believe these it. things and we didn't see the paparazzi shots of them out to lunch together, them doing TikToks together. We didn't see any of that before we interviewed him. <laughs> what is wrong with us? We deserve a We failed. Instead we of, failed. you know, in, in class, when you would get a star, when you did something next to your name, we should get a fucking slap on the wrist that we didn't know about any of this because we could have asked him. And we didn't usually when we do interviews and there's something that they don't want to talk about or to be asked about or if it's a relationship thing, we get told, hey, don't ask about this. Like with Madeline and Chase, it was like, don't yeah. ask if they're dating. And then, of course, we didn't put two and two yeah. together. It was we because they were dating. Yeah. <laughs> Another miss by us. But anyways, moving on, <laughs> moving on past that. Yep. Still, you know, I don't want to make it seem like we are uncredible sources. So moving past that, we were never told, hey, don't ask about Joshua's relationships or uh, Sabrina Carpenter or anything like that. If we would have seen that, we would have asked. So a huge miss by us. But Massive. moving past that, I think Sabrina Carpenter is harmless and unproblematic and a queen. And I think that Olivia Rodrigo is the same. And I think it's sad now to see people attacking Sabrina Carpenter for dating Joshua Bassett, because if anybody's in the wrong, if Joshua did do something wrong, then it would be him, you know, it would be like, okay, let's go after Joshua, whatever he did, you know, did he cheat on her or did he break up with her and immediately went to Sabrina? We don't know. Yeah. But as of right now, it just seems like Olivia and Joshua had something. They broke up and he moved on with Sabrina Carpenter. And I don't think that anybody should attack Sabrina Carpenter for that. Like that would be ridiculous. As for the castmates that are choosing sides, this is where I have a problem with Joshua. Olivia's big release day, driver's license. Like we said, fantastic song popping off on the charts. Joshua then announces his new EP the same day. Like, Bruh, can you read the room? I don't I don't get why you would post that announcement on the same day. That makes you look like you are yeah. like thirsty for attention and trying to outshine Olivia. You could have had that announcement any other day, but you announced it the same day that this song came out. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I think you should have waited. Now, I still like Joshua because from what I've seen, nothing makes me dislike him unless he were to cheat on Olivia with Sabrina. That would be a whole other situation but we don't know that. We just know that clearly the castmates are picking sides and maybe Joshua calling Olivia a homie was not good. Yeah. The tea really was just piping hot all weekend for this for this crew and what's been going down. And like you said, the lyrics scream Sabrina Carpenter. Um, uh, apparently, Olivia actually changed the lyrics from brunette to blonde she had released like an earlier version of the song she had shared some of it on her instagram and it originally was brunette but she changed that to you're probably with that blonde girl instead 
So it definitely feels personal. Uh, if you want some more details, you could go check out the HSMTMTS underscore T TikTok <laughs> account, which I found very informative. Um, Olivia's ex commented on some TikTok. His name's Ethan Wacker. He said, um, like, it's not about him. I, he said, nope, I treated her well. Uh, there's a clip of Olivia telling a story about how Josh took her driving for the first time ever in a parking lot of In-N-Out. The two of them together really would make a lot of sense with the name of this song. And then Griffin Gluck, who is Sabrina's ex-boyfriend, posted on his Instagram story a picture of himself with driver's license playing specifically the lyric about the blonde girl. And he wrote bop. (laughs) So... (gasps) I have chills. I have piping hot. (laughs) The kids in the streets, man. The kids are wilding. The 17 year olds. I mean, Olivia's only 17. They're young. This is like Sabrina's 21 and Joshua's 20. So that makes me feel better about us talking about it because I'm 23. Although I feel older, I I could hang out with Joshua and Sabrina. Realistically, I could fit in with them. But it feels weird talking about them at the same time because you're like, these kids are fucking young, but the drama's hot and we're involved at this point. We are now in it. And once I realized that there was drama along with the song, I loved it even more. Because when I first heard the song, I obviously was like, this is very good. But then I was like, damn, she had the balls to write these lyrics and put them out there. And everybody's figuring it out. Sabrina's ex-boyfriend, that's got to be cold. That's cold. And you know how you can trim the song on your Instagram stories? Like when you add it, like he trimmed it. So it was specifically the lyric, like you're, you're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt. Like it was specifically that spot. (laughs) At the same time though, if I'm Sabrina Carpenter, I feel complimented. That fucked up because I feel like at the same time you wrote a whole damn song about me. Yeah, I I always feel like it's a compliment when people write songs about other people. Like this has this is totally you know different genre. But when Lil Yachty wrote the song and it had Addison Rae in it, and everybody on TikTok like flipped out. They were like, "Oh my god, that's so fucking disrespectful, Lil Yachty. You better apologize." Like Bryce Hall got mad about it. In my head, I was like, if I'm Addison Ray, and Addison didn't say a word about it because I bet in Addison Ray's mind, she was like, fuck yeah. Like this guy just rapped about me. That's a compliment. So yeah, either way. With, yeah, I, I totally get that. I feel like we are getting just an inside look of really what probably went down on the original high school musical sets and like the you know what i'm saying because what there wasn't this kind of social media then so we didn't have this drama but with zach and vanessa dating and like i'm sure there was so much good drama that because there wasn't this kind of social media we didn't like get to see out there in the world yes when they would release singles people would be like oh maybe that's about zach or things like that but there was never any like Oh, she liked that post. She posted this, the shade in her Instagram story. So it definitely reaches a whole new level of drama. And look, I said to you, Rhea, when we had talked about this this weekend, I was like, as long as this drama 
doesn't affect the on-screen chemistry because I'm still rooting for them as a couple on the show. And I don't need their real-life drama to get in the way of the show because the show is what's important here. I agree with you. These kids better get it fucking together. If they let (laughs) their relationships fuck up the show like this, they're going to need a good talking to. They're going to have to get a, a good lesson in reality. Hey, kids, yeah, maybe date your coworkers, but just know that it might not end up well. And you might have to kiss them still when you're broken up. And they should have learned that from the first era of High School Musical. Yeah, exactly. It's just full circle. Everything's coming back around. Um, And I would like to say that on top of Olivia also, you know, putting out a song that is doing so, so well, Joe Jonas shared the story, shared the song on his story this weekend. Um, Taylor Swift, you know, commented on her Instagram because she had said she posted a screenshot of her song right next to Taylor's on the charts. And Taylor Swift commented, I say that's my baby and I'm really proud. And obviously Olivia freaked the fuck out. So she, she worships Taylor Swift rightfully so and that's a very cute little duo we got going between the two of them and Olivia deserves all the praise because the song is song's great I'd imagine Olivia is terrified to post the screenshot of her song at number one above Taylor Swift because she posted when it was below Taylor Swift and above Justin Bieber but now she's above all of them and she's probably like all right I can't post this on my yeah. on my main because now I'm just straight up beating Taylor Swift but either way she deserves it the song is a yeah. smash hit and I swear to god if Noah doesn't end this segment with Say Okay by Vanessa Hutchins I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> and important to note Josh does have a new song coming out soon it's called Lie 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 I don't know I don't know if we should be think digging too uh, far into that. I did see some people tweeting that like that he wrote and recorded that song a while ago, but man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy out there. They're really like, these two are songwriters and they're really pouring their real life into their songs. It seems like, so just, we'll have to stay tuned. We got to pay closer attention. been at the point in your life where you just want to skip the lines at the grocery store you don't even want to show up to the grocery store thinking about the crowds there now it just is so unappealing but right now imperfect foods can help get ready to enjoy grocery shopping all over again imperfect foods is on a mission to reimagine grocery delivery for a kind listen up we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed we spoke with the abercrombie team and they told us that they were gonna launch a wedding shop well we lost it because as you know we are both getting ready to get abercrombie and hitched the whole vibe of abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like hey We spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has 
everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. Last episode, we talked about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles and their newfound relationship and whether or not Jason Sudeikis approved of it, if he was happy with it, if him and Olivia have an okay relationship. And at that time, it did seem like Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis had a good relationship. There was pictures of them in December spotted hugging, touching each other's faces, looking all fine and dandy. Now there are reports coming out that Jason and Olivia were completely fine up until the fall. And... Harry Styles is the reason Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde have broken up. And let me tell you, me and Hank got into a big fight about this this past weekend. <laughs> we got into a big fight. I, I can believe it because I feel like he is very much team Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> he, we're sitting on the couch. We're having a lovely Saturday evening. And he brings up, he goes, people are saying that, Harry Styles ruined Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's relationship. And I was like, no, he didn't. No, he did not. Harry Styles would not do that. Okay. Jason and Olivia, the reports have been, they broke up in the beginning of last year. And he was like, no, Rhea, look at this article. And I'll be, I'll be damned. I couldn't believe my <laughs> eyes. I, I was heartbroken to read the article that had been put out by People Magazine mm-hmm. when just a few weeks ago, they were reporting that Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde broke up at the beginning of last year. Why have things changed, Fran? Tell me why they've changed and why Harry Styles is being painted as a bad guy now. I don't know if Jason's publicist has gotten involved in some way, but the sources, the sources out here, we're we're going in two different directions. And it's crazy reading the article because it says... It's like new so now sources tell people that the relationship started um, like it was they started right when they broke up and that he thinks that Harry led to the end of their engagement and that they were very much together as recently as this fall. But then it's then it says, but also another source said that they were broken up at the beginning of this year. The timing is very interesting that when the split happened in November and all the news came out. It seemed like they had been broken up for a while. That is kind of what people were saying. That was what was put out there. Now that Harry Styles is involved, it's like, no, no, no. Harry was a problem here. They were together in the fall. You know, they started filming Don't Worry Darling in September. And then the source said that by October, he got the impression she wanted out of their relationship. And he is, quote, absolutely heartbroken about the split. There is still a lot of love there, and he would like to have hope that maybe there's a way for them to repair things. Now, I, I don't know if Jason had a, had a change of heart or what happened here, but, like, maybe Jason's publicist was like, hey, this isn't going Jason's way. Like, And they put, they put these sources out here. They're, they're complete opposites. The, sor- the sources are saying two completely different things now. Yeah, we're getting opposite sides of the story. I would love to live in a world where... Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde had an amicable breakup and then Harry Styles swooped in, cuffed Olivia right up, swept her off her feet, and that's that. Now we're living in a world where 
Olivia Wilde is being inappropriate on the set of her movie, cheating on her fiance with the the star of the show. Because that's now what this has turned into. I saw on, on Dumois that some people are saying that yes, Jason and Olivia did have a great relationship and they came out of nowhere with Harry. Some people are saying, no, they've been broken up this whole time, but it is causing problems for Olivia as a director and for Don't Worry Darling. I don't think that should be the case. I think that Don't Worry Darling is still going to be a smash hit. I think everyone's looking forward to that. I don't know why it should cause problems as her, uh, like, as a director. It, it doesn't, it seemed like they stopped shooting the movie and then they went public with their relationship. So I don't know about all that. Personally, I don't see an issue with it. So that's that. But if Jason and Olivia were all fine and dandy and then Harry Styles came into the picture, can you can you really blame Harry Styles? Because you can blame Olivia, right? You could be like, hey, you know, you got to show some restraint around Harry Styles. But you can't blame Harry, can you? Well... You it kind of can bit. because you can, you can like the thing is, if, if Harry was pursuing Olivia while Olivia was with Jason, then yes, we can blame Harry and we can be like, Harry, no, no, tis, tis, yeah. tis. you were not supposed to go after married woman, even though I bet that's exactly what Harry Styles likes. You're not supposed to do that. If Olivia was just so attracted to Harry Styles that she entered her marriage and then pursued Harry. We can't be mad at Harry. He's just being Harry. It is what it is. Who knows? But I am going to choose to believe because when the news came out that Olivia and Jason broke up and Harry was not even in the picture, all of the reports were saying that they had been broken up for such a long time. I'm going to choose to believe that because why now is the story changing? Just because Harry's in the picture, the story's changing. I don't believe it. It's very fishy that now it's all changing. I agree with you. I think that, I think that now that the narrative is shifting and it's trying to like say, oh, Jason's the victim here. He was heartbroken. He blindsided. He didn't see this coming. And Harry Styles, you know, their their relationship was fine up until the fall. I. I don't I don't see that. This seems like some kind of strategic move here from who knows who, but to have it be so wildly different. I can't see this one being true. Honestly, it's probably somewhere in between. Like it's probably falls somewhere in between of these two extremes. Like, oh, they broke up earlier in the year. Oh, they broke up in the fall and it was because of Harry Styles. There's got to be there's got to be some middle ground here. So I'm who knows what the actual story is because now we're just getting sources left and right saying, saying totally different things. Right. But because I am a fan of the relationship, like, like we have both said, I I think we lean towards, you know, they broke up towards the, towards the, you know, beginning of the year, everything's been fine. And the pictures, what do you, the pictures, like you said, Rhea, they're hugging, they're, they're, they, the, all the reports were that they were so co-parenting well. So it didn't seem like there was a lot of animosity between them. It didn't. And I would say that, Here's how I picture it going. Olivia, Olivia and Jason, they've been on the rocks since January 2020, right? They're on and off. They can't figure out whether they're together or they're apart. Quarantine hits, lockdown hits. 
they're figuring it out with their kids. They realize maybe in the summer, hey, you know, we're officially done. We're we're done so. This ain't working anymore. We're co-parenting. That's that. Olivia's new movie starts. Jason and her still have a good relationship. They haven't dated anybody else yet. And then Harry is the first new person for Olivia to date. And that is why now it's becoming a big story. And also because it's Harry Styles. I'm yeah. a fan of both relationships. I love Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde together. I was like that like hilarious couple. She's so fucking hot. He's so funny. I love that. They just seem like they're probably such a blast to hang out with. Like if you were going to double date with a couple or if you were going to go out with a couple, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, high up on the list. But then we got our mans. We got <laughs> we got good old, good old hair. And you guys sound like you're just in denial. I I got into like this is what happens when Harry Styles gets one of my friends about Harry Styles (laughs) like on top of the argument with Hank like my friend was like well I don't even really like Harry Styles like why do you think he's so hot and I was like I couldn't like I honestly (laughs) was so disgusted like I truthfully was like I can't even look at you I can't even speak to you I don't even know if this friendship's going to last any longer because the fact that you are just totally dissing Harry Styles is like major disrespect in my opinion. But then Hank stepped in and was like, I will say him wearing a dress is pretty fucking cool. Like he was like, if you're a, you're a guy and you could put on a dress on the cover of a magazine like that, like you're fucking, you're probably pretty fucking cool. Like, you know what I mean? He's comfortable enough in himself to be like, like that, like, there you go. So, you know, it, it runs deep with Harry and me and you both are, we're in denial. We don't want Harry to be the bad guy, but you know what? If Harry breaks up the marriage, fuck, he becomes a little bit hotter. I'm just kidding. No, last time I said that, last time I said that um, if Harry Styles and Taylor Swift killed somebody together, he became, he becomes hotter and somebody got very mad at me. It was a very clear joke. And I'd like to point out that I'm also joking that Harry Styles becomes hotter if you ruin a relationship it's also a joke you yes need to, you it, to get that out there <laughs> it's just we yeah i look we're that this is what's gonna happen it's this is what happens when harry styles gets involved in anything there's just there's gonna be drama especially romantic relationships and you know who knows what how old are olivia's jason sudeikis is feeling how old are their kids sick yeah. Six and six and f- something else. I think I one is six, like, and I forget the other. If they're age. like Harry Styles fans, that'd be crazy. Well, they're they're too young. They could still be like, oh, I like that guy's music. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure maybe Watermelon Sugar came on in the car on the radio, and they sang along to it. I think but like I J- Jason <laughs> turns it off now, like if it comes on. Most likely. Fuck this song. I would think so. The radio. Yeah. Doesn't eat watermelons anymore. Boycotts watermelons from his diet. <laughs> and sugar. So <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Okay, so oh man, I shouldn't make myself laugh as much as I do. You know, sometimes these articles are so long and it's like just tell What if me. Olivia like when did he get casted? What if she's like I want to be single on this movie and like plan this whole thing. I was like I'm going to end it so I can be single on this movie. Then props to her. That's a good plan. If you're like, I want to be single just in case Harry Styles comes my way. Well done, Olivia. I I don't see that. Yes, 100%. But I don't see that 
being the story of here at all. All the reports were like Harry Styles wanted to spend so much time with her and he was always going to her trailer and they were always talking like Harry was Harry 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 was pursuing her. So and I'm thinking if he was pursuing her that heavily, she was available. I'm giddy. Open for business. I am turned on at the thought of Harry Styles pursuing Olivia Wilde. Granted, I'm wishing Jason Sudeikis the best. And <laughs> I, I hope that Jason Sudeikis, if, imagine Ariana Grande, Their like if she wasn't engaged, like Jason Sudeikis starts dating like a, a mega pop star, like Dua Lipa and Anwar Hadid break up and then Dua Lipa's dating Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so good. It's, Jason, we're rooting we're for just, you. We're all rooting for you. Yeah, we're, we like all these people individually. So it's like, we just want everybody to, <laughs> to get along. You know, I, Jason, I, I would be upset. You, you can understand why Jason would be upset. This is Harry Styles here. It's not like any Joe Schmo. So I would think that has something to do with why these reports all came out at this time to talk about how he's so heartbroken and how, you know, try and blame the relationship on all that. If I was a single woman, and I heard this news, right? And it, it comes out that Harry Styles is dating Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis, he's on the market. I'd yeah. probably be pursuing Jason Sudeikis so hard because, you know, I would never have a chance. But because in the slight chance that Jason Sudeikis and I start dating and Harry and Olivia are together and then Olivia gets really jealous of me and Jason and wants Jason back. And then I end up with Harry because he's like, well, I lost Olivia. I might as well take you. <laughs> uh, we're, we're deranged. Yeah. Mostly. We've lost it. We've totally lost it. We've yeah, I'm, we have totally <laughs> lost it. But you know what? In this world, all we got is fantasies, Fran. Yeah. All we got yeah. right now is fantasies. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not wrong. So this is by far not the last time we'll, we will hear sources speaking on how Jason feels or how Olivia feels. I'm sure it's only just going to get more dramatic as Olivia and Harry, if they start going out more and being seen out more. So just along for the ride here to see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. update about the peter and kelly situation as we all know before they broke up they were both supposed to move to new york city that is no longer happening but it seems like peter is still making the move to new york city i don't understand why he would do that at this period in time when everything in new york city is shut down but welcome to new york city peter yeah he made the move probably got a good deal you know rent right now you can find a you can probably find a good situation so he moved to new york he said new york we're coming he posted on his instagram on thursday all of his boxes and it it just i don't know it just brings up more questions for me that we that we don't have answers for you know who wanted to 
Who really wanted to move to New York? Who got to meet? Why did Peter get to move to New York and Kelly didn't? Like, was that a thing where they were like, oh, now only one of us can move to New York and it's going to be Peter? But I guess sources had told an ET that the split came down to family issues. They were just not on the same page about how they approach relationships and that, quote, Barb was very involved and expected to be a major priority within Peter and Kelly's relationship. We knew that from the second we talked about this split. We were like, you know, Barb definitely involved in some way. That does seem to be the case. And at the end of the day, that's not going to work. I'm very curious how Barb feels about Peter moving to New York. That's all the way across the country. She just lost a lot of control of his life, I feel like. Barb is probably also in the market for a New York City apartment if if Peter's (laughs) moving to New York City. I can't picture his mom being out of his life. When the reports came out that Barb may have been a factor in their their problems in their relationship, was not shocked in the slightest. I, I feel like that was an obvious situation that was going to happen. I don't think it is the main reason they broke up. I When they say that Kelly and Peter had different ways about how they approach a relationship, I do feel like maybe there were some other factors that went into the breakup. Maybe Kelly didn't like the way Peter was acting or Peter didn't like the way Kelly was acting when they're both in a relationship. There are things that we probably don't know that went on uh, behind the scenes. So I feel like it was all a little too fast for them. You know, the, the hype online of them being together. And I don't necessarily mean the hype as in either it was good hype or bad hype, because I, I think it was a mixture of both when they got together because people were like, wow, we just wasted this season. They, they had met before, you know, why did we go through this whole thing for just him, for him to end up with Kelly who got sent home in the middle of the season? You know, why wasn't she in the final Um, And then people were happy because they were like, oh, it looks like Kelly and Peter found love. They look so happy together. So there was a lot of hype surrounding them, which I think goes untalked about often about these bachelor couples and relationships that when they get off a show and they're hot and heavy and everybody's talking about them, that must add to the excitement to their relationship because they're online, they're reading about it. They're reading about how people love them, hate them, whatever it may be. And that must fuel something in their relationship. Start taking that away and then you get to the real layers of their relationship. You know, what's it really going to be like when it's just me and you? Nobody's hyping us up. Nobody's paying attention to us. I'm not saying nobody's paying attention to them because we're talking about them right now. But I feel like when you take that initial excitement away, then you see if you guys are really meant to be as a couple. I feel like Hannah and Dylan are a good example of that as where people thought that they got engaged on Paradise and then they were going to split up soon after. But I think they both realized as a couple, they worked. They worked as a couple. When the, the excitement died down, the hype died down, they still liked each other a lot. Uh, I think Kelly and Peter, like I said, just too fast, too soon. Yeah, too fast, too soon. And also just with the times right now, this year, the fact that the beginning of their relationship was only eight months ago is wild. It feels like they were together for a lot longer when in reality it was really only a few months. So it makes sense. You know, that's, I I think, a pretty reasonable amount of time to date someone and then split when you're like, okay, you're, I, I like you a lot. You're really cool. Dating you has been great. 
but we want different things out of our lives. Like that eight month mark, that makes sense to me. That's probably when you have more of those conversations of, you know, where you want to be, how you want to spend the rest of your life, what you want to do. And when those things don't line up, it makes sense on, on why a breakup happens. It just felt like they were together for so much longer than they, than they really were. So I get that, you know, and Peter, I'll read this statement that Peter gave to entertainment tonight. He said, Kelly and I broke up two weeks ago. I flew to Chicago and was finished with the relationship. Then my mom really encouraged us to be in the relationship if we wanted to be and to not give up. Kelly and I operate on two different frequencies and one isn't better or worse than the other. We're just two different people. And those differences surface after eight months of dating. But I loved her like crazy. And my mom really cared about her. It is funny that he does have to include his mom in this because everybody he put out this statement after all the reports of like, ah, the relationship ended because of Barb and Barb was involved, yada, yada. I think Barb always liked Kelly. Maybe Barb caused problems because she was pushing them too hard. She wanted them to move too fast. Maybe Barb was like, hey, time to time to pop the question. Like, we like Kelly time to propose. And Peter was like, whoa, not ready for that. The relationship wasn't ready for that. And and things came to an end it's exactly what he said we though all of our differences came out after eight months of dating which is pretty typical like regular people shit yeah i feel like that makes sense any longer than that you're a little more shocked but eight months is really not a long time so it is what it is those two are not are not gonna be and it will be interesting to see who peter dates next in new york city very true All right, quick update, because of course, Kelly once again posted while we're recording. Fran, read what Kelly had posted. Okay, so just an update on Kelly. You know, we had said, we had literally just said it. Did Peter get to go to New York? Did Kelly get to go to New York? They're both going to New York. Peter's going to New York and Kelly is. She posted a whole caption. um, And then she said that she'll actually be living in the Florida Keys until March and then still making the move to New York. Um, she said, I'm ex- excited to share my next chapter with you guys, and I'll try to be as open as I can, knowing that I will hit struggles along the way. In the meantime, I am trying to figure out my future living situation in New York, searching for a roommate and apartment, spending time with my friends and family, and focusing on my career. After all of this, it's been amazing to reflect and realize how grateful I am for the good I have in my life. So good for her. Look, they're both... That makes it seem to me that obviously anyone with a brain could put this together that New York wasn't the problem. <laughs> New York wasn't the problem. They both clearly want to live in New York. It came down to their actual relationship and the two of them together. So now it seems like Peter's taken on New York and Kelly's taken on New York. Kelly, Kelly seems so great. Welcome to New York. And you know, I hope she, en- I hope she enjoys it and it's everything she hopes it's going to be. <laughs> your year kicked off right just remember you gotta take some me time you need some time for yourself you need some time to relax 2021 off to a hot start there's a lot going on you may be really busy at work you may be just really busy in your life and you need some time to chill 
to relax. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Time has come. The last day of filming for Keeping Up with the Kardashians was on Friday. Look, I think there were a lot of feelings going on for them and the family, and I understand that. The cast and you know, cast, the crew and the family have been together for such a long time. They're all very close. Me watching these stories. I didn't have a lot of emotion because I was like, look, we're going to see them again on Hulu in no time. It's like we haven't even seen the next season. We got a whole more season of Kardashians to to watch, and then we're going to end up seeing them on Hulu. But for them, I'm sure wrapping this up was so, so emotional. They've been doing Keeping Up with the Kardashians for so long. Uh, I... I know that I will end up crying watching like their last episodes of this show, even though, like I just said, they'll be back on our televisions before we can even blink. They'll be back. So it was just nice seeing them uh, all celebrate together. It's the end. And the timing is interesting. You know, ending this show here makes me wonder how Kim's quote unquote storyline is going to end on Kardashians with all the shit that's currently been going on in her life and the rumors that have been going on that now they're ending filming on January 8th in the middle of all of these rumors about her being getting eventually getting divorced. I cried. I, I, I watched <laughs> the stories and I cried because I envisioned the last episode. I know what it's going to be. They're going to do one last, you know, family dinner and they're going to reminisce on the times. They'll show old footage. You know, Rob will be there. Old maybe clips the, always get Maybe me. the fucking old Jenners. Clips. We got Brody in there. Maybe he'll make an appearance. I I cried. I, I thought about it and I cried. And then I thought, you're an idiot. You're going to see them on Hulu. <laughs> it's going to be the same exact thing. You're going to get a reality TV show. But obviously the show has been on for so long. And just thinking, like, what I think about other people doing things that they love like I can't explain it but when people like fulfill their dreams maybe that's the best way to put it I cry and I'm not even involved I don't know them like Olivia Rodrigo when I saw that Taylor Swift responded to her like I was crying but why was I crying I don't know I'm just happy for her just that's that's fucking cool so like the Kardashians I'm like oh my god like they just they really made it off of this show like this show (laughs) made them um but obviously we'll see more on Hulu and I think for Kim Obviously, all the reports now are coming out about Kim and Kanye's divorce. I think that this has been happening for a while. So I think they're going to have plenty of footage to show Kim and Kanye getting a divorce. And just because they stopped shooting today doesn't mean that they're not going to have it because this must have been going on for months without us knowing. I think that the Kardashians had gotten better at hiding things from the media in the past few months because of their last season, the filming of their last season. Like, I think... I think there's so sense. much more that we have not seen that is going to come out in the last season because they need they need that. They everything has been spoiled 
you know, when Tristan cheated on Chloe that first time or with Tristan and Jordan, all that played out on social media. So by the time it came out on on the Kardashians, it was like, oh, we've seen this before. But with Kim and Kanye, we haven't seen as much. So I think we might see it a lot in the last season. I hope so. I really do. I that sounds kind of mean, but I just I do hope that we see it play out a little bit more because there are just so many questions. We don't have really any details from the family directly. It's all speculation. So seeing it play out or hearing Kim actually talk about it will definitely drive eyeballs to the last season, which I'm sure is their goal. Like you said, get those ratings up, up, up while before they leave head over to Hulu and see what they got planned. But you're right. It's going to be emotional. The old clips, the old clips are always what get me just to see like Kendall and Kylie when they were so little on the show and everything they've accomplished. It's yeah. Well, yeah, well I'll be, we'll all be getting emotional about it because it, like you said, it's very impressive. This show started, go back and watch some of the first episodes of Keeping Up With Kardashians. I think people forget. And then you go watch some of the earlier seasons and you're like, wow, <laughs> wow. It is crazy, crazy what they've done. Absolutely. One of my favorite old clips from the Kardashians is Scott Disick talking about Kylie and Kendall and they're really young. And and Scott's like, these two, these two are going to be bigger than everybody. They're going to be the, the richest. They're going to be the most famous. He's like, I'm going to be your manager. He's like, nobody's <laughs> paying attention to you guys. And like Courtney rolls her eyes. Meanwhile, it's so true. Kylie yep. is the richest out of all of them. Kylie and Kendall are so famous. Probably, you know, I wouldn't say more famous, but they are just as famous. And it's just so funny to see how much they have progressed and changed and the things they've built. And even though people hate them, we love them and we'll continue to love them. I don't give a fuck, but you know, (laughs) I, I see so many people just unnet, like I, a TikTok came up on my page and it was, it barely had any views. It had like two comments and I clicked it and I clicked the comments on it. And I was like, can't they all just die? It's like, why? Like, but why, you know, why do you want them to die so badly? Because you're jealous of them. Why, why be jealous of these people that are so unattainable? You know, they, they made it somehow. They reached that point. Good for them. Be happy for them. No reason to say, oh, I wish these people would fucking die. They're not hurting anybody. Yeah, let them live in their own worlds. We watch for entertainment. They've given us years and years and years worth of entertainment. Endless entertainment from this family. So... It was a wrap for keeping up with Kardashians. Um, it'll be it'll be fun to watch the last season play out and see what happens. But that lunch with their little name plate cookies and their faces and all those cookies, I'm sure it'll be very emotional watching them all sit down at that table and just talk about everything they've been through. Oh, yeah, yeah.
once again, fans are speculating that Taylor Swift's lyrics are about Carly Kloss. I don't know if we will ever get to a time when people don't think Taylor Swift's lyrics are about Carly Kloss. I, no matter what, for years now, she puts out a new song and everyone thinks, oh, maybe this lyric, oh, maybe this lyric. I'm one of them because I saw these lyrics too and was like, hmm, that's, that definitely seems like it could have some meaning there. On Friday, she uh, released the Evermore Deluxe version. So it had two bonus tracks, It's Time to Go and Right Where You Left Me. And in It's Time to Go, she has the lyrics, when the words of a sister come back in whispers, that proves she was not, in fact, what she seemed, not a twin from your dreams, she's a crook who was caught. So she's saying that Carly was a snake. Okay, there. Here's my issue, though. <laughs> Here, here's my here's my issue. Yep. According to Taylor Swift's music, Taylor is never in the wrong. Taylor right. is never wrong, and I don't think that's possible in your life. I You're think right. You're right. Everybody is wrong, and everybody is right in some capacity. Right? You don't. You're not perfect. Nobody goes their whole life without doing a single thing wrong. And when it comes to Taylor Swift and all these relationships and all these people that she has gotten into fights with and whatnot, she's always the one that's right. And maybe she is. But now we're now all of a sudden people are turning on Carly Kloss, right? They're like, oh, she must have done something. And immediately that's what I did. I was like, oh, she's a snake. Carly Kloss must have done something bad. But I don't know. You know, I, I who knows at this point? There's so many songs that could be about Carly. Nobody really knows what happened between the two of them. We just know that they were, quote unquote, best friends that then stopped being friends. So who really knows? But I'm starting to realize that Taylor Swift is never wrong. And maybe she isn't. But also, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. And it is hard. And we talked about this when we talked about Evermore and everything. The her songwriting has just changed so much where not everything is about her. All of her albums previously, it's like she was always pulling from real life experience and things that were going on in her life. These last two albums, it seemed more like she was storytelling, that these were made up characters, made up people. And sure, maybe a line here, or a line there. Not And not every song is made up. There's totally songs that were about her own life on both of those albums. But Sometimes I think she just drops little lines that do reference parts of her life, but it's not the main story of the song. Because when you see it's like, oh, it's time to go. This is about Carly Kloss. I I think maybe like this line might refer to her, but on Taylor's Instagram story, she did say, you know, I put these two songs out and it's time to go is about listening to your gut when it tells you to leave, how you always know before you know, you know? And how Right Where You Left Me, the other song, is a song about a girl who stayed forever in the exact spot where her heart was broken, completely frozen in time. So, and if you look at the other, like, if I, when I looked at the other lyrics to It's Time to Go, I thought, okay, that makes sense where maybe that one line is a reference to Carly, but there are other stories in this in this song. It's like, 20 years at your job, then the son of the boss gets the spot that was yours or trying to stay for the kids when keeping it how it is will only break their hearts worse. So, you know, it's like this whole song isn't about Carly Kloss. And um, she also wrote 
15 years, 15 million tears, begging till my knees bled. I gave it my all. He gave me nothing at all, then wondered why I left. Now he sits on his throne in his palace of bones, praying to his greed. He's got my past frozen behind glass, but I've got me. Now that makes me think that that's about the whole music rights situation, that the um, big machine and everything that, you know, they had her music, they had her for so long, and now he owns all of it. He sits on his throne, is preying on his greed, the whole thing. So there's so many different aspects to her songs where it's like, cracks me up when I see these headlines, like Taylor Swift's bonus songs, why why fans think they're about Carly Kloss. Maybe there's a line, like right where you left me, people were just freaking out because she has the line, friends break up, friends get married <laughs> in the song. That could be about anyone. She's got a lot of friends that have gotten married. I agree. And I think that her songs may not just be about one person. They're like about all of her experiences combined. Like, I think that she takes a lot of inspiration from her life and then puts it into a song. But it's not like this song specifically about one thing and one person. Yeah, I agree with you where it doesn't feel as specific and it feels like, especially especially with these last two albums, she has pulled from all aspects of her life to create these stories or to build these stories and bits and pieces are in different songs, but it's not the full blown uh, message from it completely. But no matter what, the questions about Taylor and Carly will continue because it's just one of those stories that everybody has died to know what actually happened between them and no one knows besides them there's you know there there's so many rumors and were did they date were they together were they not were they in love were they not in love were they just best friends the questions will always continue which is why i think everybody immediately when they see the lyrics are like oh maybe that's about carly because everyone just wants answers (laughs) answers that we're never gonna get no i don't think so either All right, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. Just a reminder, if you're listening to this on Monday, Cutting Stems, the Bachelor after show is live right after The Bachelor tonight, Monday night. And then you can watch it on YouTube at any point. Subscribe to our YouTube Chicks in the Office. And we will talk to you guys on Wednesday for The Bachelor recap. Love you. Bye. Bye.